0: Another episode of the Gentleman's Brotherhood. My name is Juan Sepulveda, and I'll be your host today. And I'm excited because I'm going to engage in a conversation that I think is very needed in today's society. I thank you for spending the time here exploring the areas in which we can become a better man today. And today I have Vernon Foster, a good friend and colleague who specializes in helping people build confidence for their business through video. He's also the author of The Seven Laws of Mindful Living. A Soul Manual. Vernon, thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Juan, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Good to see you.
0: I'm excited to explore this because we had a conversation recently uh, for what, for your Facebook group, which focuses on helping people build confidence and work uh, behind the camera to convey a message in an effective way. And we were talking and we were exploring the whole idea of when we grew up, we were told you got to man up, yeah. take it like a man, hold back yeah. your emotions, boys don't cry. And I want us to talk about this because both of us come from different uh, different upbringings, but we have so many common threads that I think we they, the people that listen to The Gentleman's Brotherhood can find useful. Um, to get started, can you give me a some background into your upbringing uh, in relation to the topic for today?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thanks again for the opportunity, Juan. Sure. So I grew up um, in a, I guess you ca- kind of say like small town, middle America um, This is a town called Oviedo. You know, it's, uh, it's grown since then, but just to give some emphasis on how small our town was, our mascot was a chicken. <laughs> it still is. It still is a chicken. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I would say early on, I kind of, you know, I kind of was hit with some major, uh, setbacks. Uh, my father, um, was killed in the Navy, um, on May 17th, 1987 aboard the USS Stark. I was, uh, only two years old at that time. So, um, very unfortunate circumstances. My family relocated. Um, I'm the, the youngest of, um, there's, there's five of us total. And so, at that moment, my mom was thrust into this position to not only, um, you know, have to be there and and stand in her, you know, and, and to to take all of that on her shoulders, but to also raise five children. Hmm. Right. So um, it was it was a pretty, you know, I tell everybody my mom is my superhero. She's the most resilient woman on the planet. But that presented that presented a lot of challenges um, for me, you know, uh, obviously also being a black man. And, you know, growing up in America, you know, it's it's a it's a different version, you know, being being people of color. Right. We have different experiences than our other brothers and our other sisters. So when you when you kind of look at the when you look at the 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 way I was thrust into this this reality, um, it was really jarring. You know, yeah. it was really it was really a, a sobering. Right. You 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 kind of you you kind of started from a disadvantaged standpoint right and so i was lucky enough to have different mentors people to come into my life to help guide me on the straight and narrow and then there there are times where i just you know i fell off the path you know i i got into drugs and alcohol um you know we'll we'll talk more about my story later on but mm-hmm. essentially you know i had to figure this out or um you know or i would be dead or in jail you know and and so that's that's really how the the story begins
0: and it's you're not alone of course in in that story that you grew up in an in a household that didn't have a a male leadership position so you didn't have a father right there at every turn And although your mother did an amazing job, she did everything she could, right, to raise not just one, five children, and then all the different nuances that come with tailoring uh, upbringing for each one of those. But there are a lot of people out there that grow up without a male figure. I'm curious as to where was that mentorship coming from? Whatever aspects of the, the masculine model where was that influence coming for uh, coming from to for you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say part of it came from my mom, right? Because I think she kind of took on that, and I think a lot of moms do this, right? When there's not a male figure in the house, though, they almost assume that role, mm-hmm. right? Or the best that they can, right? So they take on this masculine-feminine balance. Um, I was fortunate enough to. Uh, be, uh, uh, to be an ADHD kid. (laughs) So I had a lot of, you know, I was very, it was hard for me to sit still. My mom was smart enough to put me into sports, track, you know, karate, taekwondo. So um, early on, I was, she, she, she got me into flag football and I was lucky enough to be surrounded. That was where I was really surrounded about around other men. Got it. Now there, there, there are men that came into her life, um, that also played that role at at different points, right? But I would say, you know, like my coaches were the first kind of you know model men mm. that I could see and and have a you know a, a idea of what what it looked like to be a man, and this is what it meant to be a man in society. Interesting, and and just to
0: see that. This shines a light on the importance of being involved, perhaps in this case, organized sports or some sort of social group that has that gives you access to other men that can help you in your journey. Um, Many times we we feel like, okay, I got to figure this out on my own. I don't need to bother other people with this. And a lot of it is grounded in culture. A lot of it is grounded in 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 our, our upbringing. But there's such an important aspect to connecting with other men, uh, to, to be able to open up in conversation and, and be, uh, vulnerable in, in exposing what our weaknesses, because we protect our weaknesses to the death. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And whenever you are able to just, even for a moment, relax your shoulders, you know, put your guard down and express to someone, Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this.
1: Mm.
0: That's very difficult for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um. I was very fortunate that I grew up with a father in my house. Uh, he he was very busy. Uh, so he was most of the time he was out working. By the time that he come home, he was just distracted by the news and you know different things. So, um, I didn't growing up. I don't feel like I had a lot of opportunity to speak with him to ask him different things or to share some of the ways that I was that I was feeling Um, but I did feel that pressure to man up I did Mm -hmm. feel that pressure from him oh don't do this or stop doing that or this is going to be a problem in your life if you keep going on with it sure Um, did you get any kind of pushback really like that like was was it your mother that would say oh, you got to grow up to be a responsible man. So yeah. you, got, yeah. you better start yeah. doing this and doing the other.
1: Yeah, I mean, my dad was the, you know, as far from what I know and from the, you know my, you know, the time I've spent with my family talking about him, he was a very stern military man. You know, he was by the rules, by the books. You're in bed at this time, you're up at this time, right? And my mom was militant in that Ooh. regard, right? She assumed that power... And it wasn't uncommon to hear, take it like a man, right? Like whenever I get in trouble, get a whooping, you know, <laughs> yeah. take it like a man, take it like a man, right? So y- you internalize those things, right? And mm-hmm. then as you, you know, like it and that moment, right? Like, and I get it, right? I love my mom. I don't blame any. I I take full responsibility for everything that has happened in my life. Yes. Because when I do that, and and I believe everybody should then you have the ability to create a new story, right? You have the mm-hmm. ability to refine what you want and define what you want. So for me, as going into adulthood, how, do that, how does that manifest itself, right? It's like, mm. I don't talk to people. I don't share. I stuff it down. I don't talk about things that happen to me. I don't express my emotions outside of anger because you can do that with sports. You can just run up to people and smash their face. In, right? <laughs> Except in ping pong, though. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it in ping pong, guys.
1: Don't do it in ping pong. But exactly how. Right. So it's like, uh, you know, you had this you had the 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 typical right Mm -hmm. male male figure in your household. But you're you're saying that you didn't have that, you know, that that type of relationship with your father. Right. Like for me, I didn't even you know, that was not it wasn't even a thing. It was like use you use you, you, you a, a child stays in a child's place mm-hmm. right you know almost biblical right it's like you honor their mother you honor your mother your father your days will be longer mm-hmm. if you're talking back you're being disrespectful you do what i say these are the rules right so that starts to manifest manifest itself not just in you know how you know in 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 uh relationships but everything holistically your job your career what you end up doing right Mm -hmm. and and uh the hope is that you can unpack that stuff but it's it can be it can be a lot man it can be Mm -hmm. a lot especially if you're not if you're not surrounded around other men and you're able to unpack those things and share and explore different you know tools that are out there yeah you see
0: i i find that having these kinds of conversations, like the one we're having right now, I, I think it's important for other men to be a part of it. So I love it whenever someone watches a video or they talk about the Gentleman's Brotherhood and they say, well, I feel like I was just sitting with the guys having a conversation about this problem that I'm facing. See, that I find that to be very helpful because we don't always have those conversations. Maybe we get together and we talk about sports or we talk about science, whatever thing is happening out there in uh in in that media paint, points attention to. Sure. But having these conversations is important because we get to see, oh, you know what? I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not there's a, there are other people out there that are going through this. Yeah. Now, one of the things that we're exploring in the gentleman's brotherhood is how Society continues to evolve. Right. The man up expression that you and I grew up with would have been different than the man up expression that someone would have used during the Dust Bowl. Manning up at that time perhaps would have been you have to break up, you know, wake up before the break of dawn. Yeah. you have to go in and, and clean the hooves from your from the horse and you have to go and you know milk the cow and you have to go out with a basket of apples and try to sell it to the guys waiting in line outside sure it, it was a completely different concept but it was still a very similar pressure is here's this stereotype mm-hmm. here's this uh ethereal version of a man sure, that sure. we want you to conform to yeah. but if you don't understand what that ethereal model of a man is or if we can't come up to some sort of an agreement that, oh, this is what we're talking about, right? And some of these things, they don't have to be so. For example, you fall down as a kid and you scrape your knee and you start crying because it's a natural response to getting hurt. And what's, what would what we hear from, from adults? Hey, stop crying.
1: Stop crying. Yeah.
0: Boys don't, boys don't cry.
1: Boys don't cry. No. So what
0: happens? We, that one relief valve that we might've had for all this pressure that's building up, it's, it's cut off. It's, it's out of the equation. We can't see you cry. Now, brothers listening and watching, we don't want you to turn into cry babies. Okay. It, well, we're not fomenting that you're at every turn you're crying. But cry whenever is necessary. Don't hold back on an emotion and bottle it in, um, because there's this concept that men don't cry. I have seen my 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 father cry in three distinct occasions. I'm not going to reveal what those three distinct occasions were, but they warranted a tear. What would have happened with that strong man that I've idolized all my life if he had? suppressed that expression in that in that very moment we don't know and unfortunately there are so many men out there that don't have an escape valve and end up taking their own lives you know have you have you seen like in your you know as you work with other other professionals uh and discuss with with your friends have you seen uh any evolution in the way that the description of a man is is talked about like is the that mythical man do you think it looks different than it would have 50 years ago 100 years ago
1: do i do i think it would look different today have you, yeah 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 i i definitely do and i and i think that you know unfortunately we've had to learn these things the hard way like it's it's taken, you know, suicides and it's taking like, you know, people drinking and, you know, drugs and like, you know, it's it's taking a lot of pain and suffering for people to realize, okay, like maybe this isn't the right thing that we should be doing, right? Maybe we (laughs) should be, maybe we should evolve a little bit on the definition of what, and then you have, you just have a lot of these constructs and concepts that they ha- they have to almost come down right because it's mm-hmm. not healthy right society does not evolve if we don't evolve as 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 humans right and so yeah. to i i've started to see it shift right like you know uh you know when when you talk about toxic masculinity right mm-hmm. like and that wasn't a concept 10 years ago i don't think it was if it was i wasn't aware of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know um m- men uh being a part of you know these different groups right like um i know the gents brotherhood has been uh around for for a while but like you know these things didn't Mm -hmm. exist when i was in high school and when i was in college if if they did i didn't and there's there's fraternities right which that's Mm -hmm. probably a whole separate idea of you know you know like that's that really reinforces a lot of those things right in terms Mm -hmm. of the alcohol the drinking the partying like Let's go out and get the girls. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that was something that I explored at a point in my life. But I guess coming back to like now is like there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of groups. There's a lot of support systems. People are going to therapy in our communities. Right. Like my my therapy. Right. It was like, you don't talk. What's a therapist? What? That's for people that are weird and crazy. And like we can't afford that. Like. You just got to take it like a man, right? You just, you just do what you got to do. You earn your check. You come home, you, you eat, you take care of your family. You wake up, you do it all again. And you do that until you die. Well, exactly. that doesn't seem like it's too exciting to me. You yeah. know?
0: <laughs> doesn't have an appeal. Doesn't have the yeah. appeal that you would expect.
1: I don't know that I want that life.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely not. But it's good that you bring that up, especially uh, when it comes to the, the whole stigma behind asking for help. Mm. If you are going through some difficulty and you're my friend and I notice something is off with you, maybe I notice that you're you're lacking some enthusiasm in 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 your videos or I'm noticing that you're not uh, responding to my messages as mm-hmm. you know regularly as you would. I may grow concerned. There should be no stigma behind me saying, hey, bro, you're OK. And for you to respond, no, nah, man, I don't feel good yeah right. That admittance of of uh, that admittance of needing help to many of us has always been an admittance of failure, an admittance of I'm not strong enough. I'm not mm-hmm. capable enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I wanted to point out, for example, one thing that I went through specifically when my mother passed in two thousand and four, and I was living by by myself here in the states and that stuff it was hard for me right it was it was very difficult for me to experience that Un- up until that point I thought that people who suffered from anxiety were weak mm-hmm. I've never considered myself to be a weak man and I experienced it for the first time where I was having Panic attacks. I remember one time sitting down at work and feeling like, oh, my God, I can't can't breathe. And like, I'm trying to figure out. I don't it's not like I have something constricting my my chest or I didn't have anything heavy on me. I was just sitting down and all Mm. of a sudden I just couldn't breathe. And I walked outside and I was desperate. I was ignorant as to the fact that I was just having a panic attack. Sure. But I remember how conflicted I felt, like, what the heck is wrong with me? Just think about how toxic that whole expression is. You and I have talked about this before. Us internalizing any of these things as, as what is wrong with me. Mm. Listen, there's nothing wrong with me. The fact that maybe I can't uh, focus five minutes straight on on a topic without starting to think about something else doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. It just means that there's a there's a quality of me that I have to make peace with or explore, figure out, are there alternatives for me to quiet my mind, for me to bring my focus back. And you've explored this through your book. Uh, when you when you wrote The Seven Laws of Mindful Living, Yeah, you're you're honing in on exploring yourself, exploring that mindfulness, that full awareness of what's contributing negatively. And positively in your life, uh, can you give us some insights? Like when you when you uh, when you started exploring for you, how do I quiet my mind, or how do I how do I line up my focus? Like, what kind of tools did you find to be most helpful to help you, you know, deal with some of these things that maybe in the past you would have considered as weaknesses or faults?
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's a that's an interesting. It's an interesting thing to kind of think about because I think for <clears throat> for a while, excuse me, mm-hmm. for a while I just figured that kind of like you, I was like, Ab- <laughs> I should drink some of that. I was like, Ab-, like, what is wrong with me? It Was like immediately what you go to, right? Uh-huh. It's like we're solution oriented. It's like, how do I figure this? How do like what's wrong with me? How do I figure this out? How do I fix myself? I'm broken. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one of the things I was I was fortunate enough to have um this 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 woman coming to my life she was a uh she's she's basically a teacher right and she introduced me to the principles not the you know the 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 positions and the the practice downward dogs you right the 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 actual philosophies of yoga right okay and i won't go too deep into that right but i will say that that was the first time that i i started to understand that life is suffering right and that mm there is a there is a process in which we all have to go through and the more that we can become self aware of how we're speaking to ourselves how we're living how we're showing up the baggage that we're carrying right mm-hmm. because that's actually one of the the seven laws it's just you know, um, just to to let go of the baggage, right? But before you can let go, you have to even, you have to be able to define and understand what that is. And that at the root of all that is self-awareness. So being equipped with that tool, understanding that life is suffering gives me a, I could actually like breathe, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not perfect and that's okay. I'm screwing things up and that's okay. Uh, I can't focus for five minutes and that doesn't mean I'm weird or I'm an outcast or like uh, I'm not going to fit in, you know, or, or you know, mm-hmm. it, it it was a sigh of relief to me because up until that point, you know, uh, I I just I just was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. I was trying to like, why do I do these things? Why do I keep finding myself back at this place and just beating the shit out of myself? Yeah. And you can't do anything. You can't how can you give the world your best how can you even show up for your job uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. to take care of yourself let alone anyone else mm-hmm. if you're coming from that frame of reference all the time so the 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 seven laws of mindful living is is me exploring these ideas these concepts these laws that have that almost like without me knowing it had governed my life and then me kind of Putting that out there for the people to say, hey, like these are my laws, explore them, take what works for you. Better yet, don't even do any of them, go create your own, mm-hmm. right? Understand who you are, right? It's almost like a, as I call the soul manual because so often in life we're told we have to do it this way. Right, we're the old dead guys' playbook is what I say. Right, somebody said, "Hey, you have to go to school this way. You have to do art this way. You have to." Right, Uh and those are just constructs. It's the same thing of like what we were talking about, what it means to be a man. That was just defined by somebody who thought they had the right idea of what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true for Mm -hmm. all of us, Mm -hmm. but we have to. We get to as men to define what that is for us personally, and no one is you know we shouldn't be influenced by other people's opinions solely because they are we hold them in a high regard or they're our parents or Mm -hmm. they're athletes or you know whatever they they're people we looked up to in society or within our peer group we have to we get to i like to say get to um define what that is for ourselves and and this was this the book the seven laws of mindful living was what that was for me that's good
0: This program is made possible in part by The Gentleman's Brotherhood Store, featuring an exclusive line of apparel designed to not only look good, but to spread a most needed message. We invite you to look at our growing collection and support our brotherhood through your purchase. For details, go to thegentlemansbrotherhood.com. And, and you see that whole taking what has been constructed before and checking it by today's—I uh, mm, like I was going to say standards, but you can't look at them as standards. Like there are things that are about awareness, like the fact that, like, I have friends that are uh, that are gay couples. So I have uh, there's a couple that I that I really, you know, they're part of of our close circle of friends, right? Mm-hmm and it's you know two guys that are married and then mm-hmm. there are two women that are married that are in another side and they're also very close to us now growing up the upbringing that i had it was like just beat over your head like that that was wrong that that's sure. not good for you and like at that time the social construct was one of oppression against that kind of group yeah as we grow up and evolve we can take those kinds of things and like just run them through our filters. like, wait, wait, like how come you're coming to that conclusion? Like what makes you think that that is wrong? Cause like when I see my friends, like they love each other, they respect each other. They're like a model version of a couple. Mm-hmm. And you put that next to some of the people that had that negative opinion of them. And you say, okay, wait a second. Wait, look at your life. Like, you're, you're, you're impacting your society mm-hmm. and your surroundings in a negative way in comparison to these people. So something doesn't add up. So running all those things by your own true um, introspection and analysis, like, okay, what's wrong with this? Yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll expound on, on one thing. For example, going back to the whole aspect of, oh, you got a man up, right? Doing the dishes is a woman's job. That's what people would say. Even women would say that. I remember distinctly one time my mother uh, called me up on the phone and I had to put my phone on my shoulder uh, because I was doing dishes. Mm -hmm. And I remember this, this was, you know, I don't know, 20, 22 years ago, if, if not, you know, 20 to 22 years ago. And I'm holding the phone and I am just, you know, washing some cups and plates and what have you. And and she's like, What hey, how you doing? What what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm just doing some dishes. And she asked me, How come you were doing the dishes? Why mm-hmm. doesn't she do the dishes? That was shocking to me. I'm like, mother, like you worked really hard to raise me so that I was a good asset in a marriage, so it wasn't unbalanced, so that we we have that kind of equality that you'd always wanted. Sure. And I'm exemplifying that in 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 essence, right now, and you're questioning it right? right and, and it's tough because like how do you go against someone who is who has uh, that cultural pre-programming of men do this, women do that. and there's this ironclad, you know, there's this iron uh wall in between the two that should never be crossed. So we have to explore what does manning up really mean in in my opinion, manning up today means, Taking responsibility, recognizing yeah. some of the privileges that you may have access to, having compassion for people that don't enjoy some of those advantages. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that I think we're exploring here in the gentleman's brotherhood, and and we should continue to explore. We have to talk about these things uh, and, and see, okay, how come people are demonizing X behavior, or they're condoning X behavior when you know that both of those extremes. Don't line up with your own values and your own beliefs. Yeah. So, so Vernon, I do appreciate you hanging out with me for a bit and and exploring some of these, um, some of these topics. That I'm hoping that there's a guy out there that's listening to this and identifies with what you what you offered. You know, they grew up perhaps without a specific male figure, and they had to figure some things out on their own, and they struggle looking at themselves at times as being broken. So you're a perfect example right now that we're not broken. We are getting to know ourselves and we're trying to gather the skills and the and the mind, uh, frame of mind necessary to be of consequence to ourselves and the people that surround us.
1: Yeah, and, and it's a process, Juan. Like it's, <clears throat> you know, if there's somebody out there listening to this right now, you're, let's say, you're in your twenties, you know, um, mid twenties, early thirties. Even if you're in your forties, right? But it's it's a process. It's ever evolving, and you know, I I like to share you know a story with you if we have some time. If that's yeah, cool, of course, of course. But you know, I, you know, a lot of the behaviors that I had you know looking back on them you know as i became an archaeologist of my past which everyone should mm-hmm. do you should explore your past not to judge yourself by it but to understand why you do the things that you did and the behaviors and the patterns because if you can spot the patterns and the behaviors then you can change them right you you have autonomy you have responsibility and a lot of the things that i did w- was to act out it was to you know i was in pain right i went through mm-hmm. this this experience of you know, I I left my job, you know, in in two thousand in uh, two thousand ten to you know explore my passions of music and being a creative, right? And I ended up getting into uh, the events and nightlife space, and you know, me and my partners were really good at orchestrating a really really great party every week, right? I'm talking thousands of people, right? And in that environment. If you don't have self-control, if you don't understand who you are, if you're not self-aware, it's very easy to spiral out of the control. It's very easy to be hooked on or get addicted to different substances when people are kind of putting things in your face and you're kind of seen as this this celebrity of sorts, right? And so, you know, as I'm living this lifestyle, I I I was I was grateful for my my wake up moment, right? The call, somebody called and it wasn't, it wasn't the call that you, you would think, right? It wasn't the red telephone in the Oval Office, right? It was, it was the universe, dare I say, God, or whatever your belief is, Mm -hmm. you know, smack me across the face. And that wake up call came in in the form of a dream. Hmm. And I woke up sweating profusely one night because I had had a dream that I had gotten a woman pregnant earlier on. And my, you know, and my early escapades of life, right? We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) And um, I started to, okay, like immediately, if this is a sign, like, what do I do, right? So I go on Facebook, I find this this woman, you know, I'm looking over her pictures and I go, oh my gosh, that kid looks like me. So I send it to my brother. Hey, does this kid look like me? Oh, yes, that's your kid. I send it to my my sister-in-law. Oh, yes. That's definitely your kid. And so now I'm trying to figure out how do I make up for all of this lost time that I, you know, let's call it, you know, six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 years at that point that I had basically not been in this 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 person's life. So my whole uh, my whole reality is being turned upside down. One night you're on your uh, one of the biggest party promoters and event planners in the city. And the next moment you're realizing that you have like this, you know, potentially 10 year old daughter that, uh, you know, you never even knew about and that oh, came man. to you in the form of a dream. So you talk about getting a wake up call, man. Like that wow. was like, bam. Like I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Man up, <laughs> man up. Exactly. That was, that was literally like, I could hear my mom's voice, you know, take it like a man, do what a man's got. You do what a man's got to do. And um, come to find out, you know, I went and did my research and did, you know, all the proper testing and it ended up not being my daughter. Right. But the, what, what I was grateful for was that that saved my life Hmm. man. that saved my life. Wow. Because who knows if I would have gotten to the car the next weekend after having a long night of partying drove home and crashed into a wall who knows if i would have crashed into somebody else right that mm. that's a story for a lot of men out there yeah and we we're we're just not even aware that it's going on we think we're living hey man i'm just trying to live my life hey man i'm i'm just trying to do me mm. you got to be careful because if you're not self aware if you don't have that eq if you're not paying attention to the signs, one of my favorite books, the alchemist don't know if you've ever read well, it, but my favorite book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the, you got to see that you got to listen. You got to watch for the signs and the omens. That's right. There are things that are placed along the path that are there <clears throat> for you to wake up. Yeah. And if you're not aware, if you're running and you're sprinting and you're going in a direction and you're like, I got to make a million bucks this week. I got to figure out who I am this week. Mm-hmm. There's so much pressure in our society. Uh, the the microwave version, right? The 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 In and Out Burger version of what we're supposed to do with our life, who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to create, what our career is supposed to be. Slow down, please, mm-hmm. because you could end up hurting yourself or someone else.
0: That's true. And and look inside. Look at so many times we um we're looking outside for the validation. This mm-hmm. whole Oh, take it like a man. Well, part of taking it like a man, I think should be you looking inside of yourself and exploring like who am I really? What is it that I enjoy? What is it that I respect? What is it that I look up to as opposed to what do other people expect me to do? What do other people expect me to say like and 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 promote? So, I I think that like for for me, I've I feel fortunate that I've always looked at, okay, I'm true to myself. I like this and I don't like this other thing. It doesn't matter whether you think, oh, dude, you should not do that. You should do this. Okay. If you have a valid point that is substantiated, something that you can bring receipts for, then, okay, I'll consider it. But if it's just your opinion because your parents told you and their parents told them before them, okay, we're going to have to explore this. So. I, I do appreciate that you looked inside and you took responsibility. You're ready to stand, step up to the plate, and take care of this young lady, uh, if she was uh, your responsibility. That would have been the honorable, right? The I sure. would have been the the great thing to do. But I'm I'm glad that that served to you as that moment where it says, "Okay, listen, this that you're surrounding yourself with doesn't define you. Like there is more to you than these people are seeing." get after it. So I applaud you for going after it and, and and discovering yourself and now you got to a point where you have enough to, to give to other people
1: in, in a meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I'll say this, like, I, you can only connect the dots looking back, right? It's a Mm -hmm. very like cliche ass Steve jobs quote, right? But none of this was, you know, uh, I think at 20 years old if you said, "Hey, how's your life going to turn out?" you know, it would not have been how I anticipated it today. Oh yeah. However, I'm grateful for how it's unfolded because it's allowed me to be who I am. Had I not had those things, I wouldn't be who I am, right? Take yeah. those things away, then who am I? You know. Yeah.
0: That's that's good. We're better for it. Vernon, thank you so much. It's been fun talking about this. This is definitely a topic that we'll have to revisit again. For There's sure. so many different aspects of sure. manning up and taking it like a man uh, that I think will will be beneficial for for people to listen to. Uh, but I appreciate the contribution you've put to the topic. And I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Really.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, you uh, giving me the floor and uh, allowing us to connect and have the conversation to be in service today.
0: Absolutely. And I wanted to extend a a moment of gratitude to all of those of you who support us on Patreon. These conversations are made possible by your continued support. Uh, If you're interested in supporting the kind of work that is going to help men become a better man today, consider supporting us by going to patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. As a reward, you'll be receiving behind the scenes access to some of the things that we do here in the Gentleman's Brotherhood. You will also get first dibs into merchandise that we put out, you get a vote and a voice on the topics that we're going to discuss to influence the life of other men. So if that sounds interesting to you, please go check out the link in the description. And also, thank you as always for accompanying us, exploring these topics to help us become a better man today. Until next time, I wish you courage and courtesy.